Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very senior and accomplished professional from New Delhi, India, Mr. Sandeep Gupta. Sandeep, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Ashutosh. And first of all, I love the title, The Brand Called You. That got me all excited, and I'm here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sandeep, uh, in his own words, is a thought leader, a speaker, a coach, and an educator. He is the chairperson of the Professional Speaker Summit in 2024, and he's been recognized and felicitated several times. So, Sandeep, before we talk about your own learnings, uh, tell me about your own amazing journey in brief. Oh, well, well okay, my journey started in 1956. Mm-hmm. 67 years I've been traveling. Yeah. Good, bad, ugly, ups and downs. Mm-hmm. While the bads and the uglies were on, it was hell. You know, wanted to pull my hair, with mm-hmm. total frustration, and a situation came mm-hmm. where I wanted to commit suicide. Right. Okay. But today, when I reflect back, I think I was blessed to go through all the turmoil, trauma, pain. Mm-hmm. Parts of society because that has helped me to grow and evolve. Mm. And that is what I bring to my coaches, to my corporate clients, to my trainees, mm. because all life experiences are beyond the books. Mm. Mm. Okay, now let me give you a quick snapshot of the yeah. timelines. Mm. 1956, I'm born, six years of age, that is 1962. My father falls sick, 20 years, he's sick. Oh, God. These years are all I live by myself because my mother's attention got focused on father, obviously, Mm -hmm. and my younger brother, who was just one at that point of time. Mm -hmm. 1971, I do my high school, get a merit scholarship, enter college, mess up college because I was full of frustration, bitterness, and anger. Mm -hmm. 73, I qualify. The Chartered Accountant's entrance exam, start my articles, 79, become a Chartered Accountant, 80, got married. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just got married. Mm-hmm. Okay. 84, I, w- I became a consultant and I was earning 30, 40,000 rupees a month. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was huge money. By the time 90s came, I was a pauper. I was a broke mm-hmm. for no wrongdoing of mine. Mm-hmm. I was an emotional broke. I was a financial broke. Amazing. I was a spiritual broke. Mm-hmm. And in two th- around 2002-2003, I go to my guru and say, Sir, I want to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Probably I wanted compassion from him. He says, hey, go ahead and do it. Your wish. Mm-hmm. was the turning point. Mm-hmm. And I started growing and evolving and building on what I had experienced. 22, I'm facilitated with Glory of India Award. Spirit of Service Award 23. Again, I've been facilitated with, with <clears throat> this thing, Bharat uh, Marathi Award. Mm-hmm. So when I look back, it has been an amazing journey. Absolutely. And Absolutely. You know, when I was reading about you, that's what really attracted me to uh, ask, reach out to you and say, must talk to you. But yeah. Sandeep, you just mentioned that you went to your guru. And when I was reading about you, yeah. he gave you three fundamental learnings, which uh, were, as, as per my notes, alignment of purpose, thought and action, 
ability to look at the larger picture and join the dots, operating out of humility and compassion. Very, very powerful three learnings. Tell me a little bit about these learnings and how did you implement these to uh, come back to where you are today? Okay. You see, the first thing, I was full of anger. And when a person is in anger, mm. the person, you know, cannot think rationally. Go believe that he or she is thinking rationally. Right. That was the first mistake I was doing. And since I was not thinking rationally, mm. I was not clear of my goal. Mm. And since I was not clear of my goal, I was not clear in my thought process or the planning process. Mm. And since I was not clear in the planning process, my actions were all over. Mm. So the moment I started practicing it, there are tools to it. That's a different thing. Mm. I started getting them into alignment. My purpose, that's my goal. My thought process and my actions, things started changing. Mm. The second thing, look at the larger picture. Yeah. You see, our education system is such and instinctively, we go by the paradigm of cause and effect. Mm. And we try to manage the effect, the resultant. Life is not that. Right. That drives us to it. So unless and until you look at the larger picture and see what is driving what, mm. which is producing that result, you cannot be successful. Mm. So therefore, I say, look, look at the larger picture and mm. it's not difficult it's a question of mindset. Well said. It's a question mm. of your ability. It's a question of your learning. Mm. And uh, compassion and humility, I think that's a no-brainer. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Well said. You also yeah. state that your journey in one sentence, Sandeep, mm. has been a journey from bottom line management to holistic management that drives the bottom line. Help me understand this phrase and give me an example. Okay. You know, when I became a chartered accountant, I questioned myself, why the hell have you become a chartered accountant? Mm. And uh, I said, no, taxation or the traditional work doesn't really inspire me or it doesn't, uh, it, it just didn't inspire me. Or yeah. motivate me. You know, so I got into management consultancy. That was the time it was the upcoming field and I became an organization development professional. Mm. Now, what I saw was the best of strategies, the best of planning, the best of infrastructure, the best of teams mm. still could not ensure the success of the project. Mm. And when I dug deep into it, why, what is the reason? The reason was the leader and the people involved. Mm. And when I went further, what I realized was they were taught what to think, not how to think. Amazing. Mm. So that is the time I said, look, you've got to work not in front of the people, but you've got to stand behind them mm -hmm. and help them to think better. Mm -hmm. And when you think better, you see, and that was the time, these 80s, <clears throat> where the human dimension was totally absent from the business logic. Mm -hmm. It was just uh, top line or the bottom line, 61, Harvard Business Review saying it's Ethical to bluff in business. Mm -hmm. It was that era. Yeah. Okay. So this is the way my progression happened from the bottom line, getting behind people, helping them to think. Mm -hmm. And their thinking was driving the bottom line and top line. Therefore, I say holistic thinking or holistic management. 
great response. Thank you. You also say that uh, you can seamlessly integrate the economic and the spiritual dimensions in life and business. Yes, and uh, I'm very proud of that. Mm -hmm. You see, and uh, it's common sense. Right. Spirituality is neither a goal nor an object as it is made out to be. Correct. And spirituality and economics have been an integral part of human life mm. since the beginning. Mm. What is spirituality? The spirituality is your ability to look beyond yourself. Correct. Move from selfishness to selflessness. Mm. It's a journey. Yeah. With different degrees. And what is economics? Economics is your ability to procure the services and mm. the products which help you to survive. Right. And this has been happening. Mm. Now, if you rem remove spirituality, you become an animal. Mm. You just focus on organic satisfaction, mm. organic survival, and organic reproduction. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Uh, I'll just add one thing more. Mm. And in case you remove economics, you're a lame duck. Mm. So to be effective and efficient, it's essential to integrate both. And this is what I do. I help people because no one demands, neither spirituality demands any sacrifice on the part of economics. Mm. Nor economics says, I will not be with you because you are spirituality. Mm. They coexist. Well said. Well said. So now let's talk a little bit about uh, the areas that you specialize in, which is human potential, leadership, problem solving, sustainability, and consciousness. My first question, Sandeep, is how closely related are human potential and effective leadership? And can one truly exist without the other? Uh, okay, a very interesting question, you know. What is human potential? Human potential is your ability. Hmm. Now, whether you <clears throat> excuse me, whether you utilize that ability or not, hmm. that is up to you. What is happening today? We are confusing skills with human potential. Hmm. And again, like I said, uh, human potential is your ability to move from selfishness to selflessness. Mm -hmm. The more you move towards selflessness, the more inclusive you become. Mm -hmm. The more forgiving you become, the more open you become. And an effective leader. Mm -hmm. What does the leader need? What makes a leader effective is his openness, is his vision, his or her. Right. right? Forgiveness, taking people together, inspiring them. Mm -hmm. Mm. motivating them, making them believe mm. that they can do which they believe they cannot do. Mm. So if you work on your human potential, you unleash these, unleash it or unlock it. Mm. Automatically, these qualities which are required in, in effective leadership mm. automatically surface. Mm. Yeah. Now, I know what I'm saying might not go well with the thought process of the 2000s. But today, there's ample of uh, <clears throat> research, there's ample of studies, there's ample of empirical data 
Mm. Uh, which correlates both of them and say they're interdependent. Mm. Great response. Thank you. My next question, Sandeep, is that with the advancements in technology, you know, so much is happening in our world today. How do you foresee the balance between human potential and technology playing out at the workplace and in our personal lives? You know, whenever there is uh, innovation of this nature, mm. it sweeps the world like a wave, mm. like a tsunami. Absolutely. And this is what is happening. And when the tsunami comes, first there's a thesis, then there's an antithesis, then there's a synthesis. Right. Okay. Mm. So at present, there's a lot of uh, ha-hulla, there's a lot of, uh, what should I say, celebration. Mm. Right? There's a lot of skepticism also. Yeah. And there's a lot of questioning also. Mm. Who has created mm. AI? It is the human potential. We humans have created AI. Correct. Which means we are superior. The creator is superior than what is created. Mm. Now, the type of people who are the intelligent ones will be one up and will be totally cognizant of what they have created and what it can do. Mm. The lazy ones or the mm. foolish ones. Mm. You know, rather than using AI as a co pilot, mm will allow AI to pilot them. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now coming to the workplace, what mm. I see, AI will not dislodge people. Correct. People who know AI will dislodge people. Right. So my suggestion to all the youngsters and mm. everyone mm. in the workplace is don't run away from AI. Become an expert, start using it, learn about it. Mm. Like when computers came in, there was a lot of uh, shouting and agitation and strikes. Nothing happened. It became a part of your life. Similarly, AI is going to become absolutely. a part of your life. Yeah. That's my take on it. No, no, absolutely. And I agree with you completely. But my question to you is... Uh, how do you see the evolution of consciousness impacting the future of leadership? Okay. Uh, you know, like uh, spirituality has been packaged in a particular way just to market it. Mm -hmm. And so has consciousness been. Yeah, Consciousness is, is an integral part mm -hmm. of our existence. Without mm. <clears throat> consciousness, we cannot exist. Mm. It's a spectrum. Consciousness is a spectrum and all of us are standing at different levels of the spectrum. Right. Uh, now, when you say the future, the evolution of consciousness, the wave of consciousness is coming in. We are moving mm. away from materialism in our thoughts. Yeah. The next step would be in our actions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as this wave grows, which is uh, spreading right across the globe today, mm -hmm. you will find there's more cohesiveness. People become less materialistic. They become more human in their approach. Mm. And Obviously, this thing also carries to the corporates because the corporates are a part and parcel of society. Mm. They are not away from society. Mm. So consciousness evolution is definitely going to uh, impact the leaders mm. in a positive way. Mm. Because what is business at the end of the day? Right. You see, I've got my own definition. Mm -hmm. Business is nothing else but a socio-economic relationship mm. between three sets of people 
Correct. Who are helping each other hmm. to help themselves. And who are these three sets? Right. These, these three sets are the people who establish the business, hmm. people who work for them, hmm. and people who consume the services and the products. Hmm. Now, since this is a relationship mm. between three sets of people, mm. so whatever applies to relationships also applies to business. Mm. Wonderful. Great response. Thank you. My next question is that how do you believe leadership styles or principles need to evolve to prioritize long-term planetary health and short-term gains? Uh, well, this is a very important question. Yeah. And this is something the entire world is concerned today. Mm. Planetary health is in a big, big soup. Mm. Mm. And the reason is very simple that uh, the industrialization which happened, mm. happened on the premise that nature, the natural resources mm. are there for we humans to exploit. Mm. They are there to serve us. The truth is the higher intelligence, human beings and environment, mm. they form one triangle until the time the triangle is balanced. Right. Right. There is going to be effectiveness and efficiency. There is going to be better worldliness. There's going to be happiness, everything in the world. Mm. But unfortunately, the environment leg has been chopped off. Mm. Okay. Now, the thing is, the leaders need to do three things. Mm. Number one, mm. realize that the natural resources are not there to be exploited, but they are there to support their business. Mm. Therefore, what they take from the natural resources, they should give much more back right. to the nature. Number two, they need to move away from the linear thinking mm -hmm. to systems thinking. Because mm -hmm. in systems thinking, you get down to the driving force and you know what to manage, what not to manage. Mm -hmm. In linear thinking, you don't do that. Right. Right. And lastly, redefine business. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's the business of business to make money or mm. the business of business is to add social wealth. Mm. I believe if these three things come into your purpose, your thoughts and actions, mm. there'll be a paradigm shift in the way you manage, in the way you think, and the way the world evolves and grows. Fantastic. Thank you. So, Sandeep, I have time for two more questions for you. My next question is, given the significant challenges facing our planet, how can businesses and leaders integrate sustainable problem-solving approaches into their core strategies? Uh, Ashutosh, I think, you know, if I start elaborating on this thing, I'll be overlapping what I said in the previous okay. <laughs> answer. You see, because giving it back to nature, mm -hmm. that is sustainability. Everything we can add to it, they got to also get used to applying circular economy. They yep. got to, they, and you see, and circular economy is a fantastic thing. It's very much in the nature. The entire nature works on it. Mm. 
from consumerism, mm. they got to move to utilizationism. Mm. So the circular economy is the answer to it. Mm. Just reclining the business, uh, seeing what is going wrong, where is it going wrong, and giving back to nature much more than they're drawing yeah. from. Sure, sure. Understand. And my last question to you, Sandeep, and here I'm going to ask you to look at your crystal ball. You know, with the convergence of convergence of human potential, leadership, problem solving, sustainability, consciousness, where do you see, where do you envision humanity in the next 50 years? And what role will these concepts play in shaping the future? Well, first of all, I'll say these are not concepts. Okay. These are facets. Mm -hmm. They're the different sides. Mm -hmm. And in life, mm -hmm. to excel and thrive, nothing less than an integrated approach works. Mm -hmm. And nothing more is required. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, if we look at the world 50 years from now, mm -hmm. if we integrate all of them, because they're interdependent and they influence each other, Mm -hmm. We will see a world which is very different, unimaginable, mm -hmm. unthinkable. There will be a lot of peace, there will mm -hmm. be a lot of love, there will be a lot of mutuality. Mm -hmm. Plus, the thinking and the work style, societal thinking and society work style would be in place. Mm -hmm. Rather than individual thing, an individual work style, mm -hmm. which is happening today, mm -hmm. the jack will not rob Paul mm -hmm. to feed ABC. Mm -hmm. It'll be a world yeah. mutuality, interdependence. It'll be a world of coexistence, co-evolution, and mm -hmm. co-creation. Well said. Well said. And on that note, Sandeep, uh, <clears throat> what an amazing conversation this has been. Thank you so much for speaking to me about your own journey. Um, you know, it's amazing what, how you have handled so much ups and downs in your life. Thank you for speaking to me about the three fundamental learnings that your guru gave you. And for our viewers and listeners, I'm going to just restate those alignment of purpose, values, and purpose, thoughts, and actions, ability to look and the larger picture and join the dots and operating out of humility and compassion. Thank you for speaking to me about so many different aspects of spirituality. Um, I loved how easily you explained spirituality, which is to move beyond self. Thank you also for speaking to me about different aspects of leadership, problem solving, sustainability and consciousness. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.